We speak our truth, we shout it out loud, yeah. We speak our truth, we shout it out loud, yeah. We speak our truth, we shout it out loud. Memesa. Okay, what's up? welcome to Intellectual Discourse with the Craze and Noctua, the show that brings out alternatives to our socio-economic grievances. Today our special guest is Mr. Tamsang Namlalazi. He is an atheist. He does not believe in the existence of religion, no God or Allah, just to name a few. But he is from a Christian family. Now the question is, why is he an atheist? Well, anyways, this podcast is not all about him, but it's all about religion, whether religion is a case or a blessing. Mr. Mladas, can you please brief our listeners your background, a brief intro or something? Okay, Tell them I... the reason why they should listen to you as my guest. Oh, really? Oh, you can just listen to me because I love my voice and I think you can love it too. <laughs> but um, I'm Tamu and... Uh, I have been in the Christian fraternity for a while, up until I noticed that um, it doesn't work for me, and here I am now. I'm uh, a skeptic, very skeptical about a lot of things. I believe in questioning everything before forming an opinion. So the opinion on atheism is a very informed decision. If anyone wants to listen to what I have to say, that's the one thing that has that has more weight than anything else in my mind. I, this is a, a something I've been I thought about for a while before I got into it. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So the motion of today's episode reads: Is religion a case or a blessing? So first of all, I think we have to first define what religion really is before we get off the contest. So, according to my own personal view, I think religion is a particular system of faith and worship. Like talk of Christianity, uh, Christian, Christianity on its own is a system whereby they have faith and they worship their God, Allah, whosoever they are worshiping. So, that's what religion really is. So. I had a conversation with one of my friends. He said it all started when we termed his religion. So only if we said it was a relationship, maybe a relationship with God, a relationship with Allah, all these problems that we came up caused by religion won't exist at the end of the day. But I sat down and I was like, hmm, let me think about it. And it was a pathetic move. You know why? Because it's not all about how we tempt it but it's all about the motive behind because i was just analyzing something i was like no currently we have certain individuals who think their religion is better than another person's religion so if we tempted relationship then at the end of the day we're going to have certain individuals who be like no my relationship with a certain god is better than your relationship with your certain god so at the end of the day the same problems are still going to exist now my question is do we really blame religion in itself or we should blame the people who misuse religion. Can we engage? Okay, okay. Um, you're saying should we blame religion or should we blame the people? Exactly. Okay, um, I think the thing is, it's difficult to separate the two because they, they, all, they all take from the other. And um, religion is um, a belief system. And there are many belief systems. Like, for example, there are like over a thousand gods. So, 
since uh, it is a belief system, everyone has got the rules they made. They make up rules concerning how this belief system works. And uh, usually, I'd like to think, most religions started off small, you know, for a small, a small community, uh, just like a culture and traditions, you know. So to just call it a relationship, yo, that would be hard because religions are not uh, silent uh, things. Religions want to spread. And religions are always teaching another generation. Okay. So if they could keep it to themselves, <laughs> I wouldn't mind if they kept it to themselves. You know, it would be better. I think the world would have been a better place. So yeah, let's yeah. so, start from there before I start picking it apart because okay. you know. Yeah. Let us look at what religion has done. Mm -hmm. right? Like, um, so I was reading this article. So this guy, by actually it's a book by Arthur Brooks of the American Enterprise, is saying religion has played a pivotal role in reviving the economy, especially of America. Because if we look at charity, mm -hmm. he says twenty five percent of religious people mm -hmm. with donated money mm -hmm. in charity organizations mm -hmm. and 23% of them mm -hmm. they also uh, volunteer time mm -hmm. in those charity organizations mm -hmm. so at the end of the day when he looked at the the, the world scale mm -hmm. he realized that those secular people who are not religious mm -hmm. do not concentrate or do not pay much attention to mm -hmm. these charity organizations that at the end of the day they intend to revive the economy number one number two he also said um, even these religious people, they also participate in non-religious causes. Mm -hmm. So then the day I get to realize that no, we might say religion is a case, as you say, Mr. Mellas, but I think it also plays a pivotal role within our society as far as this guy is concerned. What's your take? Okay, um, I need to defend a particular thing. I, I don't consider religion a curse. I just consider it uh, a problem. Um, and okay. an unnecessary one, really. So, <laughs> okay. You said he's Brock. So, Brock says because they are giving money to charities, therefore we should say, yay, religion. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Um, there are good people and there are bad people. There are people who like helping, there are people who don't like helping. Okay. Um, the fact that we have people who like helping others inside of a religion, um, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I props to that, you know. Um, to say then uh, that they revive an economy, I think, I think it's a stretch. It's, it's a, a stretch. stretch. It's a stretch. It's a serious stretch. Because capitalism in America is what works. You know, if I have money and you don't, you will work for me. That's the capitalistic uh, system, you know. It's based on class systems. If I have money and I can influence something to happen, I will do that because my money speaks for me, you know. Like when it started, in capitalism started by the owners of the factories having more money than the workers. Then the workers were not living great lives. Then suddenly we have to balance up the two. So I think the only way to balance up the two is for charities or something or you know to help these people who are underprivileged and help those people so if some people who are religious got to do that good for them it says nothing about the rest of their belief system to me anyway you know that's that's just a good thing that happened you know 
So we're mm -hmm. trying to say everyone can just do that. Yes, I, I think so. Better. I think so. Like honestly speaking, um, the only way we can live well with each other really is if we stop being a pain to each other. And I think okay. that is true through any culture, through any thought process. If we try by all means not to be mean to each other, we live well with each other. You know? So that's where I think that's where most most things that we like to call morality and good uh, they come from that. Yeah, uh, yeah I think you know, right. Because yeah. I was checking something. Mm -hmm. you know, now people live in fear because of religion. So because of religion, people now um, they're now afraid of whether the action that they are doing or the actions that they are doing are justified in terms of going to heaven because everyone wants to go to heaven as far as religion is concerned. So at the end of the day, your act determines whether they are going to make it to heaven or not. So everyone is just afraid and then they have that fear that, oh, can I find if I don't make it to heaven, what is going to happen to me? I'm going, I'm going, to, I'm going to hell. So then the day I have realized that it may have made people to be ignorant, you know. Now people ignore certain knowledge because they are afraid, oh, can I find I don't have to question why. Like I don't have to question um, who, who created God in the first place. So such questions are prohibited from certain religions just because they are just afraid they want to go to heaven. So yeah, I understand if you say religion is a problem, but yeah, it is a case, it is a case. But there are certain issues that we have to understand. That if you look in 1758, there is a man by the name William Wilberforce. So William Wilberforce is one of the people, one of the humanitarians who created anti-slavery societies to abolish slave trade during those days and he did that because of the doctrines he got he got from christianity so don't you think we have to acknowledge that oh somebody stop this brother right here no 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 let's fix this once and for all first of all if anyone dealt with slavery they dealt with it in spite of their religion you understand Really? Here's the thing. When it comes to your book that you love so much, the book does not help you fight slavery. In essence, the Old Testament condones it. The New Testament doesn't fix it. So what happens is people themselves question what is in the book. And then they say, you know what? I don't think it's a good idea to make another person your slave. It doesn't sound like it gels well with well-being you understand because yeah. like we said the only way we can live well with each other is if we try by all means not to be mean to each other so that Wilberforce dude actually he's, he he just proves my point to me for me because think about it he is inside the system and he sees that the system doesn't work and then he says okay guys let's try and stop this in America they did the abol abolitionist movement and they were like, you know, we can't keep making slaves of each other, you know? So that comes from humanity. It doesn't come from religion, it comes from humanity. Where, where did that humanity come from? Did it come from the teachings of religion? No, no. Teachings of good and bad are something that we, we get from many different different facets. For example... Give me an example. For example, um, there's something which um, uh, sociologists like to call the golden rule which uh, is encapsulated in the Bible when they say do unto others as you like them to do unto you. Mm -hmm. This is how they explain it. Um, suppose you're walking in the jungle and you meet another fellow human being and then you beat that human being up. Then you meet another human being, then you beat that human being up. 
then you meet another one. At some point, there's going to be a critical mass of all of these people saying, you know what, this guy keeps beating us up, let's beat him up as well. You understand? Okay. So, instead of doing that, you become nice to people. You understand? You become nice to people so that they become nice to you as well because this is a community. Yeah. The thing about human beings is we always lived in communities. We're just part of the animal kingdom. Think yeah. about it that way. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, yeah, by the way, Corona. No, let's <laughs> definitely not give high fives. Yeah. You know? So that's how it works. That is how it works. That is how, that is how morality works. In reality, this is how it works. The fact that it is sometimes encapsulated in the, the words of... Of, of a holy book to me is like yay that's cool but the problem about the holy book is it's a dogma a dogma means yeah, we can't change okay. that thing yeah we can't change it at all exactly. and now we have to fight the fact that there may be some silly things in here that we really want to do away with but we can't so yeah let me not get carried away with that because we'll, we'll be here for, so for a whole is, day this religion dogma is the major reason why people are just toss out towards religion no, not necessarily that. Um, religion is based on, here's the thing. Um, we made the gods and we made the god, depending on the religion you're, you're in, in our personal images at the time. Um, when you see how the Old Testament is written, it was during what we call the Bronze Age, man. People were just killing each other like crazy during those days. So what happened is they would believe this is the best way to do this. Like, for example, Jews used to believe, now they don't, m most people don't believe this, but you know, this is Africa, we believe this a lot. Spoil, spare the rod and spoil the child. In essence, that teaches a child violence, you understand, if, 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 if you take it too far. Have you noticed that sometimes if we take the whole beating up a child too far, in the video we say we are Tunya, like he like, that child doesn't care, doesn't care anymore, yeah. you understand? So that has to be tempered. So the only way to temper that is to question that particular rule that says you should just beat up your kids. No, why? Why should, why should I just beat up my kids, you know? So this is how it works. If, if, if a system is going to work, we see how it has worked for us. But since we've taught each other that value, we should just keep on beating each other up. Here we have a society that knows violence, but the violence of the Bronze Age was a terrible kind of violence, a violence that you right now could never do. It's just impossible. You know, we've got too many human rights right now. Understand? Yeah. And respect of women was not at, at, at how, how, how we have it right now. And even at that time, you wouldn't, at that time, you wouldn't even whisper LGBTQ. You wouldn't whisper that during those days. You understand? Yeah. So that has changed. And if we had a religion for nowadays, it would be a religion that is now all-encompassing. This God who says, no, I love you all, even if you're gay, even if you're straight, blah, 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 you know? Because we would have made one for this particular community. Okay. But the problem with religion is these things are captured in time and they are frozen. So this religion was, was invented back then and it had no room for growth. It became a dogma. And if dog, a dogma does not change. So if it can't grow, if it can't be questioned, uh, you, you have a problem. There's a guy called Sam Harris. Sam Harris likes saying, all the doors of, of change in religion, the doors are like for, for Christianity, for example, all the doors for how they changed, how they changed their, their philosophy, mm -hmm. they were beaten down from the outside, not from within. 
You understand? Right. Someone has to question this thing. Then they fix it. This thing itself does not say, right, this is how we do things. This is how we question. No, it doesn't teach you how to question. Religion doesn't teach you how to question. Religion, actually, whenever you have doubts, it tells you, no, reinforce what, you, what I've told you. Don't you dare believe anything else. And to me, I think that's counterintuitive. Why have a brain if you're not supposed to use it? You know, but yeah, let me not get carried away. Yeah, so yeah, that's I've the thing. I've seen men becoming gods, gods becoming dust. <laughs> okay, so right, um, a lot of historians still argue that religion was the major reason why Africa was civilized. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's still people like um, Gonzalo de Azuberia, mm -hmm. they still came that guy came in and made a lot of change in this continent. Africans used to kill albinos, they used to kill twins, all those uh, things they, they term barbaric and so what's 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 your take on that? Do you still think religion is a problem if indeed religion did make us civilized as Africans? Well, I want whatever those historians are smoking, you know, it seems to be strong stuff. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, when these guys came to Africa, when they yeah. came to Africa, like afterwards, yeah, okay, let's, let's take it back, way back, right? Yeah. If we take it way back, we understand that um, not only was uh, Africa the cradle of mankind, like um, we, we evolved from here, ultimately we're all Africans, right? And then we, we, we go a step further and say, if we remember Egypt in its prime, the building of pyramids and all that stuff. We, you have to understand, we were more civilized than they were. And then things changed. Things changed. We were conquered at some point. You understand? At some point we were conquered. And our belief system, like the belief system in Egypt, people like saying, our, I, I, I totally would not have believed the things which the Egyptians <laughs> believed in. So now, um, the belief system in Africa, that was stolen as well, then they changed it. Everything just evolves, everything just changed into what we have now. It's a very long story, we can't just put it all here. But the thing is, now, when, when they started coming, like at the scramble for Africa, or even before the scramble for Africa, they were here mostly for trade. They were explorers. They yeah. came, they traded with us, and as they traded with us, they said, hmm, Let's give them our religion as well. Because as I said before, religions just love spreading. It's what they do, you understand? They're like a virus, like the corona. corona. Starts in China, you see? Suddenly it's in the, it's in your house. Like, I didn't even say come here, you know? But anyway, so religion did that. It just came, it just jumped on another wave. E economics, commerce is what changed everything. And then cruelty of human beings said let's so, make them slaves blah 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 but really to say religion did that i think it's a stretch people like stretch antichrist too. listen give <laughs> <laughs> me antichrist so i still feel like uh we should blame people for whatever we for whatever miss that we blame it on religion because look when these whites came here in africa mm -hmm. they used the bible to mm -hmm. manipulate the blacks and weaken our hearts so that they can mm -hmm. easily penetrate. Mm -hmm. People like Robert Moffat, mm -hmm. people like Charles Helm, mm -hmm. John Smith Moffat, mm -hmm. those are idiots that came into this continent and they manipulated us and they made us believe that no, killing albinos is barbaric. We thought that they're trying to civilize Africans, but mm -hmm. uh, 
they were trying to make sure that they weaken our hearts mm -hmm. and, and they get to take everything and move on. So I think religion did not sign up for this. Let's say if we penalify religion and say, okay, mm -hmm. but Mr. Religion, like how do you view the society? Do you think the society is a blessing or a case? Religion will say the society is a case because we are painting religion as something that is bad, but that's not what religion advocating for you. Nah, I think what you're doing is something called cherry picking, which I think is the solution to religion. Cherry picking is like this. We have a document with a lot of bad things, the Bible. So, we have a document with a lot of bad things and a lot of good things, right? Mm -hmm. Then we take the good things, we take the good things, we take the good we things, and say, this is what we like here. We love this stuff. This is all we care about. But here's the thing. There's so much more. Anyone can open your book and start showing you the bad things. People can go to town. If you get online, there are people who go to town. My Twitter is filled with things like that. People go to town showing people just how evil the writers of the Bible were. Just go to town with that. So here's the thing. Um, you're saying religion did not sign up for this, not right? Up for this. Cool. I get it. But what it signed up for and what it is are two different things is okay. and ought, you understand? What something should be, what, what something ought to be, and what something is are two different conversations to have, you understand? And then when it comes to these guys using religion to um, colonize us, here's the thing about these white people. It's uh, more, it's, 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 there's so much of a gray area, but it, it is really bound in their white supremacist, you know? They, they said to themselves, you know what, let's go and educate these people, these, these uh, hostile people, forgetting that they are the mothers and fathers of the Vikings who are killing people like crazy, you know? Um, there they are, are religions in their part of the world that used to believe, I forget, I forget this religion, that actually had believed that if you do not split open a human being, you understand, if you don't kill one, the sun will not rise. They believed that. You understand? Yeah. There was a time people believed things that were that nonsensical. So by the time these white people come to Africa, they had they had a whole journey to 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 to, to they, had, they had so much to look back on. And then when they came and found a very superstitious people, yep, and people who were not strong in terms of in terms of the 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 the, art, the what you call this um, the arm in in terms of their arms, you know, they had guns. You understand? Yeah. So when, when, when they came here and they noticed that they can what? They can uh, enslave us. They did. To say religion is neither, religion in that scenario is neither here nor there. They used it as a handy prop. Yeah. That is how, you see, if, 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 if religion was, was, was better, if its foundations were better, it couldn't have been used for that. But the way it is structured, you can use it like that because inside of religion it tells you how to oh, treat your masters and all that nonsense, you know? So, so there the we have way it. The way religion, like the foundation of religion is the major cause. Exactly, it's based on mostly ignorance. It's based on superstition, a lot of superstition, you understand? It's based on lack of evidence. They don't believe in evidence, you know? They don't trust evidence. Religions don't trust evidence. They trust in, 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 in um, evidence that is personal, not evidence that we can all prove, you understand? If you put two parts of hydrogen, one part of oxygen, we will have water. 
anywhere. We'll have water here, we'll have water in America. There is no mathematics that only works well for someone who is Hindu, or mathematics that only works well for someone who is Kalanga. No, mathematics is just mathematics. But when it comes to religion, religion yeah. everything changes. And my question is, why don't we just turn away from it and say, right, let's leave that and work with what we have, work with what we can really handle. Yeah, because like what I said earlier, like we believe that uh, the God, that no, the Mwari, mm -hmm. yeah, the Mwari, the mm -hmm. that uh, we believe we can communicate with through our ancestors. Mm -hmm. It has been said to be the same God that these Christians believe in. But yeah. then, if you look at the beliefs that the direct opposite, now I, I, I think of myself like, mm -hmm. is it the same God or what? Then, which means religion is a problem because religion in itself is confused. Yeah, religion is not compatible with world peace, guys. Yeah, I think I Unless if we start changing the rules of religion, and that would be a very dope thing to do. We okay, should go okay. and look for people called uh, Christian apologetics. <laughs> Want a free guide to secrets of his religion, a curse or a blessing? Hand over to www.healed.co.zw and subscribe to our email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now let us get back to the show. So. Um, as I was saying, I think you're right, bro, because uh, I realized something about religion. It turns people against themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, most religions um, teach people that you are born a sinner, that we are born sinners. So religion teach people to behave in the best ways possible. Like, in few words, they want us to be perfect, just like angels. Like, like really, God, how can you be perfect like an angel? Mm -hmm. How can you do something that is unnatural? Mm -hmm. You cannot compare a human being and, and, and an angel who will never be perfect like angels. So at the end of the day, we get to fight against ourselves, think that, okay, no, fine, I've done something bad, and, and you think that you're a bad person just because whatever you, wherever you come from, uh, whatever religion that you believe in is making you believe in that uh, kind of thing. Yeah, I. I I get a point. So okay, I'm so here's the thing. <laughs> I did not want to do this, but let me do this anyway. Okay, with the sin part, right? Mm -hmm. Making any human believe that they are less than okay is just a twisted way to raise a child. Understand? That particular thing of telling people that they have sin and your evidence for that is at best nonsensical are. Come on, man. Let's, first of all, let's throw that trash can where it belongs. And then, what's the other thing you, you, you talked about? Right after about, about, um, about uh, the sin nature. There's something else you said which I, I really wanted to deal with. What, were you, what did you say about that? I don't recall. Ah, okay, don't worry. I'll remember. I'll get back to you on that one. You know? <laughs> But in any case, about angels. Yes, yes, angels. angels. Yes, here's the thing, though. Um, angels are, are fictitious. So, if we are going to say you are going to be as good as an angel, already your premise is based on something which the person you're teaching this thing to. You're teaching a child here. I want you to be like an angel. So, daddy, <laughs> what's an angel like? Then you, you whip up your book and you start telling them it has wings, it does this, it does this. And here's the thing, this is a figment of someone else's imagination, right? So now you have made your child want to be something that just doesn't exist or something that is questionably, 
in terms of the existence is just questionable, right? Yeah. Whereas, if you just said to your child, listen, baby girl, if you have a friend, just try by all means not to be mean to that friend, you know? Hug them when things are bad and when they're having fun, you know, have fun with them as well. Don't be a party pooper, things like that. I think that's a better thing to teach a child than to teach them weird doctrines that really, in reality, guys, these things don't make sense, you know. That is why people keep believing that, ah, no, things are just going to work out. Guys, you work so that things work out. And then if things just work out, yay. But we can't teach kids that stuff, though. Because the major reason why a lot of Africans, they are poor, but they have a lot of children, is because of this verse in the Bible that says, be fruitful and multiply. But how can you really be make babies while you know you are under poverty timeline? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, but here's the thing, though. In Africa, in Africa, to, to just change your perspective a bit there. In Africa, the thing is, we needed the, the kids for labor. To we the still need kids for labor. First of all. Second of all, in Africa, we needed kids for posterity. You were only a man if you had a large family. You understand? That was in, 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 uh, Indeed. This is where it comes from. That's the background. But still <gasps> Bring it here. Bring it here now. Um, most human beings all over the world, they love having families. Family is beautiful. So, some people take it too far and say, there's no way you can live and die without having a child. You understand? And that is another reason why they have the kids. And when you add on to all that, you understand all this? Mm -hmm. If you add on top of all that, your nice scripture that tells people to just have kids and then God is going to take care of their kids, I promise you, you have a recipe for disaster. Clearly, we have one. We have the disaster right here. We, it, we're in here, in this world. We can see that this thing doesn't work. <laughs> This thing doesn't work, guys. I, people should just jump onto mine. You know, we should have done a poll. Who was a Christian before and who's a Christian after your Please podcast? No, 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 no. <laughs> so I guess your point. You blame it on religion. That's why you think that. That's why people are turned against each other. Yeah, you understand. No, I don't think people... Tell, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I don't just blame religion. I think people are also too silly. Here's the thing. If you have, okay. if you have, you if you have a brain now you that thinks properly... Why would you go out of your way to be mean to another human being for no good reason? You understand? Mm -hmm. If you use your brain properly, someone who used their brain properly said, mm, the slavery thing is not right. Guys, let's stop slavery. Then these other guys are like, oh, this is our labor force. We can't stop slavery. Come on, use your brain. How would you feel if your child was the slave? Then everything changes. Oh, when it's now personal, that's when people notice. But okay, this thing but doesn't work. But maybe religion is the only way for you to realize that, okay, no, fine, if I make it personal... No, religion is the worst kind of tool to be using right now. You understand? We have better tools. We've got sociology, we've got economics, we've got history, we've got psychology. We've got things that really work. We've got conversation, we've got dialogue. We've got the scientific method, you know. The scientific method is very simple. You postulate a particular theory, and then you say will prove this theory right or wrong, you understand? If you tell someone that beating up your kids is a good thing or a bad thing, you have to show them with empirical evidence, you have to show them with evidence that is tangible, that this is a good or a bad thing. If you tell people that if you pray, then things are going to be okay, show them that this works, you understand? If, 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 if the world runs that way, it's better. Think about it. 
You understand? Yeah, Think about it. Point. If we stopped taking things on faith and started taking things based on the evidence, I think and the world reality. would be a better place. Yeah. Exactly. Because reality is actually more beautiful. If you look at astronomy and you look at just how big the galaxy is, you will notice that the real world, in the real world, the story is actually a much more beautiful story than anything religion could ever imagine. Because this was just in someone's head. But in reality, if you zoom in on a drop of water, you will see how much life is in that water. If you zoom in on a mosquito, you will be like, what? This mosquito has got so many different tiny parts and you didn't even know. For, you know, did you know that bees actually have a dance that tell the other bees ex the exact location where they can find good nectar? Oh, really? That's beautiful. That's real world. You understand? That is better than any story you can come up with. And in essence, I feel I can go jump in a lake. Give me the story about the bees. Anyway, you see, so reality and real world applications and criticism of things helps us know. When we ask the question why, we figure out how things work. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, in a nutshell. Um, in a nutshell. For our listeners. In a nutshell, the question was, uh, is religion a, case? a blessing or a curse? I think um, like, we should... How do you pronounce blessing? Blessing. <laughs> you really don't want to talk about blessing. Blessing. You know, nah, no, the whole concept <laughs> of blessing and curses, uh, that's a whole different, that's a whole new topic. <laughs> it, 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 will, it will bore you. So I think it's neither here nor there. Ultimately, we make the decision on how we live well with each other. And if we know that and when we are together that is where things work dialogue is the beginning of all of these things like this like this yeah long long time ago this was impossible to have an atheist having a conversation with a christian correct. i'll be dead that's correct i'll be dead that's right correct. now give me a high five. Oh, corona. corona come on so people go and make sure that you are safe coronavirus is here <laughs> yeah so those, those are my final sentiments i'm back into the real world so the final sentiments take care of your families guys you know, wash your hands, don't touch your face. Okay, thanks, 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 thanks. Be sure to tune in next week, same day, same time for our next episode. Let us get rid of coronavirus, happy women's month. That's our next topic. You can be my guest. You are free. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. That would be nice. We'll see. You make me feel like I'm new.